Hey, today's shir, we learn at Daf Ayin Aleph, and we begin quite a bit down, but we begin at the Mishnah. So Halachavav, that's where we got up to last year. Haktov Ha'elimot, meaning Ha'elamachad, meaning what you did, you wrote two letters in two periods of forget, like forgetfulness. I mean, you didn't realize Shabbos, and you realized, and you did it, then you wrote it again. Say one in Shachri, one in the afternoon. What do you say? Rabbi Gamliel says, Yechayev and Chachamim Septurim. Well, that makes sense, Kwani Chachamim, because, why? Because you had your dear bin time, and therefore you didn't do a full shiur of Ketiva with, uh, in a state of Shogig, so you're going Okay? But the question is, what's the understanding of Rabbi Shit Rabban Gamliel? Vakash al Rabban Gamliel. How do you understand Rabban Gamliel? Ilu katsar kogoger b'shachris kogoger ben abayim. Let's say someone did Ketzira. He was Kotzer or Goger, it's worth it's a shiur of Kotzer on Shachrit, and he didn't ben abayim. And here it says behelem echad. It should say b'shtei halimot, meaning it was in two periods of forgetfulness. We say shemon uchai wouldn't it be chayv twice? So therefore, if the two halimot is enough to make you chayv twice, keshem she ein hamod cholkot kach lo yitzdarfu. I'll read Rav Chaim. In other words, you've got to sort of change the gears around. Meaning kuguger shachet b'kerev bein abayim b'shtei halimot shema ein uchayv, meaning that. You've got two chata, you'd be chayv two chataot. Da'ashtelmot havo, v'keshem shalemot cholkot. You'd have to say cholkot, not eno cholkot. Just to be say, helemot would mechalek to mechayv truth. Hachenami, you should yechalku. You should, you should divide it. The loitzaref. Meaning that chatzikezayt, you do shachrit, and chatzikezayt ben abayim should be considered separate uh, instances, and you didn't do a full shir to mechayv yochatat. So we've changed the gears quite a, quite a lot, you can see in the Gemara. And that's a kasha on Rabban Gamliel. So Amana Amara says um Stam said in his own name, Rabban said the same Rabbi Yochanan. Time the Rabbi Gamliel, the reason Rabbi Gamliel Taman is Ain Yadia Lachatsi Malacha. That having a Yadia for a Chetzi Shir is not considered a Yadia at all. So it's not considered as if it's Shtehalamot anymore. It's all therefore it's all considered one Chayab. The Tekavata in Zadon Lachatsi Shir. We'll get to in, in the Lachatsi Shir in a moment. But well, the question, what's the rationale for that? Why is there no considered Yadir for Chetzishir? So Reb Chaim quotes a Tosvom. And he says, But Tosvom of Parashimatam, Yishum Dichtiv, O Hoda Ala Chatato. Meaning, if he's aware of his sin. That's what it says in the Torah. So Yadir, De Mechaev Chatat, Chashiv Yadir. The fact that O Hoda Ala Chatato, that he was aware of his sin, means the only thing we define as being Yadir to Lechalek is a Yadir that would be enough of a Shir, meaning knowledge of a Shir that would Mechaev Yochatat. The mechayiv chatat chashiv idia. Aval idia the lo mechayiv chatat. Idia that wouldn't mechayiv you chatat. Meaning idia chatzi shir. Korum agamliel is not considered idia. Hilkach idia shemen time eno cholekets. Therefore, it's not even considered idia that would mechalek between the two different chatzi shirim. According to Rabbi Gamliel. Okay. The kavata ain zadon chatzi malach chatzi chazayit. So meaning achal chatzi chazayit, but the zadon chatzi kedvashka. Ma utzri starfu. So we've got a good, um, uh, interesting question now. What if you ate chatzi chazayit bezadon? It's not enough to mechayev meter, okay? And but we're saying that's not even considered a a a ein zadon chatzishir. That's what we're saying. There's not enough of a zadon to be chatzishir. However, then you did enough chatzichazayit b'shogeg. Maushit starfu. So Reb Chaim says the hadamat ein yadil chatzishir nimza ein zadon chatzishir as well. So therefore, maushit starf. Therefore, your zadon that when you did it deliberately b'chatzishir, we don't consider that something, right? Then do we also say now cannot combine with the subsequent chatzishir of shogeg to mechayiv chatat or not? Because if you say there's no yadir for chatzishir, that means what I'm did did bezadon bechatzishir is not considered a zadon. So now cannot mitzdarif with my my other chatzishir of shogeg to mechayiv chatat, and it's left as a question. Okay.
Fine. So with that, we say, Hadran Alach Perakabona, Hadran Alach Perakabona, Hadran Alach Perakabona. Let's begin the next parak, Perak, Perak Oreg. Rebel Yeser says, Oreg Shloshach Hutim Betchila Bechad Alarigi Chayav. So we're talking about weaving. The question is, how many rows of weaving is someone Chayav for? So according to Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Yezer, it has to be three rows, three Chutim. Betchila, if you're just starting the weaving process. However, if it's Al Harig, if there's already a, a woven fabric and you add another line, then that would be enough to mechayvu. Chachamim says, no, it doesn't make a difference. Shirosh nechotim, it's two, two strings. Okay? So Rebbe Lezer, the Gemara asks, Rebbe Lezer, Omer, Ha-Horig. So Amar Avula, time of the Rebbe Lezer, Alidei Shlishi Malachto Mitkayemet, is the reason, the reason of Rebbe Lezer is because the third string that you've put through is, makes it mitkayemet. Okay? So if you're starting from the beginning, Having three rows is, is malchamit kemet. It's substantial. It's substantive. That's why he says you need three to be chayev. So in Chachamim say it's always two rows. It's rows. That's the shear. It doesn't matter alarig or not. So he says, but it's a question: Is this something mit kemet? Is this something of uh, substance, substantial? Okay. But importantly, according to him, if you put two rows in, the whole thing is going to come apart. Okay. So it's not mit kemet. Fine. So the question is, ma, does that mean Ma Rebeliezer is like Rabbi Huda? Tatanin and Taman says, Rabbi Huda Omer Shalesh. Now this is, refers to the Mishnah in Kilayin. They were talking about at what point do the two fabrics, say wool and linen, is considered connected. You've got a problem of Kilayin, if it's if it's stitched together. Is it in and out or is it in and out in? So according to, according to Rabbi Huda there, it's Adshi Shalesh until you do three. So the question is, is Rebeliezer aligning with Shidra Rabbi Huda? Okay, meaning the fact that Rabbi Eliezer here requires three rows of weaving to be chayav and Shabbos, is that meaning he's like Rabbi Huda that needs the stitch to go in out in? Okay, and then the Mishnah, then the Gemara continues with the rest of the Mishnah. Vasak v'kuv mitzvahim bikilayim. We saw that very complicated case when we learned sech bikilayim. We're not going to go over it again now. That's uh, that's just the continuation of the Mishnah. The Mafashim say that that's that's why it's mentioned here. I mean, the box and the sack together they can be combined to make to to, to make a issue of kilayim. These two two different kalim, uh, if they're connected to one another. Okay, so the Gemara says no, not necessarily the case. We don't say that Rebeliezer is like Shiva Yehuda. I'm Rabbi Simon. Tam, time of the Rebeliezer, Taman meaning here, because obviously sometimes when you when you import, we've seen this before. You import Gemaras from elsewhere. The Taman and ha, there and here is switched. So Tam that says um, time of the Rebeliezer, Taman is But when it comes to weaving, it's you need three rows to make it mitkayemet to make this weaving a substantive act to make it substantial. However, Baram Hacha, meaning by the case of Kilaim, Pachot Mikan, meaning less than, th- uh, less than three, if you did two, added the word Lo Mista Terhu. I mean, it's not going to come apart. Meaning, even stitching in and out, that will be enough to be Mitkayam. Meaning, that's enough to hold it together. So the question is, okay, then how do you understand Shitra Behuda? What's Rebbe Huda's understanding then that it requires three? So for that, Rab Chaim says, It might be mitkayemet, it might hold together substantially, but it's not considered a chibur for kilayim unless it goes in and in. You need an extra, an extra stitch to make it mamash the two fabrics combined together. Okay. Now, Eshkach Ama al Rebeliezer, the what? Pamim shloshah betchila, pamim shnaim, and pamim echad. So I'll explain, I just skipped a few words just to, just to explain what's happening. So we say, we said in our Mishnah that you have for weaving, if it's three in the first instance, if you're creating this fabric, and one alarig. So what the Gemara says, you sometimes see it's three, sometimes two, sometimes it's one for Ebeliezer. So how so? Three, pamim troshah, that's we said in our Mishnah. Pamim, 
Um, it's shnayim. Sometimes it's two. Why? That's if you've had al gabei echad arug when there's already one fabric, one string already woven, and you're adding an extra two. Okay, because now it's now it's three to start off the process. And um, and sometimes you can be high for one. That's if there's already two and you're adding the third row, and that's making mitkayim. Okay, that's like one, two, or three. However, Rabbanon de Kisri doesn't find that last statement so simple. He says, Rabbanon de Kisri, once again, If you recall, we said in our Mishnah, the country of Eliezer, it's a chad al ha'arig. That's in a, weaving one line on something's already already there. That makes that means you chayev. But that's my sorry. That's enough to make you chayev. The question was that mean? Is it there's already two there and you put an extra one on, which is like the rabbanan just above it said, because now you make it something mitkayemet. Meaning lo by shlosha el kadesh yomelachto mitkayemet. In other words, in, in the beginning he needed three just to make it mitkayemet. Okay, so when I'm adding what one more to the two existing there, oh, I made a mitkayemet. Or is it chad al shlosha? Or is it one on three? Meaning, when it says al ha'arig, it means there's already three there, and I'm adding an extra one. Or maybe when Rebbe Yezer says, when Rebbe Yezer so machmir to say for one thread being woven through, that's only if there's a pre-existing woven fabric, and two is not considered as pre-existing. It's just like two two lines according to. Um, um, Okay, so the Gemara, um, so it's left with a question there. However, as we just said, so the Gemara says, Rabbana Daha, however, says, Ami Echad Al Gabi Ashnaim. It's Pasha for Rabbana of here, meaning, um, well, it's not the Kisrin Kesari, it's probably uh, here now, Tiveria, that Chachamim Tiveria, that they said that it's, um, that it's, it's Pasha, that it's Al Gabi Ashnaim. Okay. Meaning Echad Al Ashnaim, it doesn't, it, it doesn't have to be Al Ha'arig, it's just something that makes it Mitkayen. So if there's, but fine. Now, hat now haita talit achag dolav. If you've got one big talit, bitchila adchi arig boshnaim. Okay, that if you've got a talit, and again, if it's somewhere in the beginning, when chachamim it needs to be two because two threads always. It sounds like two threads always. However, what we learn here basof filu kosher. However, even kuntrabana, let's say, doesn't make a difference. The beginning or the middle, you always need two. If you're being mashlim a beged, you're finishing a beged. That one last string that's been after mechayev you. Okay, that's the chiddush. That, that's the Kiddush of the, within the Shita Chachamim. Let's continue. You've got Hagav here. It should be Al Hagas, right? If you wove, weave two threads into, two strings, sorry, into a thick garment, then you'd be Chayev. However, Al Gabe Imra, I feel a Chayev. Now, this is interesting because I've in front of you, you've got, you've got a feel Koshavu. According to the Korbaneda, the Korbaneda says, no, you don't log our sin on that. And there's also the Giruses, but we're going to work with the Rabchaim, obviously. And Rabchaim says, no, on the edge, even in Korchachamim, you can be Chayim for one thread, the edging of it. Why? Now, Rabchaim says here, Shisham Derech Lasot Bakoshu, because there, the Derech, the process is even one thread, is considered a substantial, a substantial malacha. So you can see, therefore, that sometimes we can be Chayim even for one thread in Korchachamim in more cases, not just if you're finishing a Beged, even a Lahimra. Okay, I don't think of finishing it there. I think it's much of the edging. So, um, so lamada domer. How do we see that's true? Because that's domer letziltzul katan she'arag boshne chutim arochov shtei batim chayav. Now, for weaving, we've just been talking about the amount of threads. If you recall, we talked about also the shear of weaving. The length of the weaving was mulasit. Okay. Um, which is again the distance between the two fingers. Now, if you're dealing with a very thin belt. 
Now that thin belt is Chagrak She'en Borochav Gimel Batenirim. It's only, there's only three, three or four, um, three, yeah, warp threads. The threads that go that way, which means that the width of your belt is going to be much narrower than the distance between the index finger and the middle finger. And there, weaving two, two like two lengths, you'd be Chayev. That's despite the fact it is less than the normal shear we say you'd be Chayev for weaving in terms of the not the amount of rows, but the, the length of the weaving. So you see that sometimes you can have certain garments or certain actions that you'd be higher for even less than the minimum shear when it comes to weaving, because that's the type of weaving you're doing for such an item, for this thin belt. Well, you'd, if, you're not going to be higher for more loss because the belt isn't that wide. You'd be higher even less. So too, he brings this a proof for, you find for the um, for the Agabe Imra, for this edging, you would also be higher even for one. Similarly, the Nefesh Masechet Kamadhu Betchila, now, Nefesh Mesechet, again, there's a machloka between the Korban Eida, who actually explains it like the Batanur, I think, but, and, and, and Reb Chaim here, that what does it mean, Nefesh Mesechet? Nefesh Mesechet, does it mean the warp threads or the weft threads? Okay, warp is what you stretch across the machine, and the other one is the weft that is when you're weaving. So, the Nefesh Mesechet, well, is it the Nefesh of the Mesechet, or is that the name of it? I mean, according to the Korbanator, it's the weaving ones, because it goes in and out. It's like more than Nefesh in a goof. Okay? Whereas Reb Chaim doesn't say that. He's actually, he's actually talking about the, um, the the one that's stretched across the weaving machine. It's those ones. So those ones come on Betchila. Meaning that, it'd be Chayit for adding two. I'll just read Reb Chaim, because it's a bit tricky, this. He says, says Bechotei that's the warp threads, right? because you always are able to add more and I don't understand how you're able to add more but it sounds like you're able to add more okay you're not being mashlim and begging if you add more of those strings strings these ones that go that are woven even ones you'll be chayav for Okay, again, it sounds like other people would understand it completely opposite. Let's, but anyway, it's kind of bahad, bahen, bada. These like badim, so like fabric or cloth, that normally it's different to a beged because a beged, you finish a beged, you're done. When it comes to cloth, a lot of the time you're producing curtains and things, you'll cut it to size, you'll, you'll trim it, you'll, you'll modify the, the, the already produced cloth. So in that, even if you add one at the end, no, it says carry, you're not high for two. Because you're never finishing a cloth, because the cloth itself is going to be cut to size. So it's not like a beggar. A beggar, it sounds like even for one string at the very end, you can be high for, but cloth, no. It's always going to be as if it's uh, a la rig. It's, if it, it's always as if it's in a mid-process to be, you'd need to. Then la suta, which is some sort of a filo basofa karigu. Now la suta here, Rebchaim says, is some sort of um, fabric or, or some sort of material they put over ships. If I'm not mistaken, yes, he says, Min arigu It's also like this bada, like this fabric, that even if you're that you're always chai for two, there's no there's no end there that you'd be chai for doing one. Because the idea again that chachamim machmir by one thread of weaving, that's only by the soft of particularly a beged and not for other fabrics you're you're, you're producing. Okay, let's continue. Now, here, what's this is interesting. We've been talking about writing, right? How many letters you have, one, two, things like that. But here, what it's saying, meaning everyone agrees, despite the fact that we mentioned by weaving, that according to, um, according to Rabbi Yezer, you're by adding one thread along it, 
being what's called masif alarig, if you're adding, when it comes to adding a letter to a word, adding a single letter is not considered like masif alarig, and if you're only chayif if you mashlim. Okay? Um, here. It says, in a... Uh, but it's different. But if you're going to finish the whole word, then everyone agrees with Chayyab. Like we said about Oreg, that if you finish the whole begging, you'd be Chayyab, that type of thing. Okay, so let's, continue. let's read it again. Now, you what this means is if you write one letter to finish a word or one letter to finish a whole sefer, you'd be chayv even for writing one letter. Now, what's interesting here, Reb Chaim points out that the Bavli says, well, if you're chayv for finishing a word, chayv for finishing a sefer, right? So the, the Bavli says, no, you're only chayv for finishing a sefer, not for a word, but the Tosefta hold, the Gerson Tosefta is like Nirushalmi that mentions both cases. Fine. Let's continue. Katava ot echad bechol ot echad b'shabbos. You've got a new machlokas. So we've got, if you write one letter Arab Shabbos and one letter on Shabbos, Rabbi Yossi says, Yimichayv. Yichayv. Chayv chatat. Rabbi Yossi, Yoshua says, you're patur. And the question is, why are you patur? Um, by the way, for Rebeliezer, which is interesting, because here the Gemara is saying, the Rebeliezer, which really contradicts what we just said, the Rebeliezer says, even a chat alarig, just like a chat so to adding a letter to, um, adding one letter to a letter that's already there, you're for, which is interesting, because we just said before, I call modim the Tomei Kamashlim a word, but the Gemara is saying here, I think the understanding here is, like Rabbi Chaim says, okay. Um, however, the question is, Lama, now, this is the question, is according to Rabbi Yeshua. Why does Rabbi Yeshua say, if you wrote one on Chol and one on Shabbos, say you Or mishum kiu malacha, or mishum she'en ro'u litzaref. Now, what does this mean? Is it because there's a not enough in what you've done to make it consider malacha, it's only one letter, or it's not ro'u litzaref? Let me just read Rechaim. He says, is it because mishum de'en shir kotev otiot? And writing one letter, I don't care if you're adding it to an existing letter that was written on Shabbos, it's not considered writing. Or is it a problem? Is because there was a time span between it, and since it, time has gone by, because what you've got the dried ink already done, the new letter combining with it is not royal itzaref. Okay, that's what it sounds like. Korbanet says similarly. It doesn't connect nicely. Okay, is it a, is it a timing issue? But not just time, timing that made something substantially different with the, the material here, the ink. Or is it because one letter is not enough of Malacha? So we see Itachan. Let's have a look. Um, so it says, uh, Let's say someone wove a, uh, did one thread on Chol and then another thread on Shabbos. Shemen um, Pato, obviously Rabbi Yeshua in that situation said you Pato. So Shema Inru will start a few more. There, the delay in time doesn't have any material difference between, you know, the, between the, the two threads you've woven. So it's obviously So therefore, why would is Rabbi Shua say a patur? It must be mishum kiyum malacha. Because one thread on its own is not considered enough of malacha performed on Shabbos. So too, one letter being written on Shabbos is not enough to be considered malacha on Shabbos. Irrespective of the fact there hadn't been another letter there prior to it. Okay. 
This is a this is a case we saw before. It's one, these are the two cities are close by one another. We saw that Gemara as well. That was a bit complicated as well. And we say if you write one letter, we say that was on the gates, not on Clough of Teveria one at Sipori. And then we say, then clearly, if you want to say that the issue is um issue is uh timing, that's his problem. Well, there's a the time span between the two of them. So then, then you'll have to say the Loka Rebeliezer can it, sorry. It has, uh, then it would have to be only Shit Rebeliezer because that that statement, because Rabbi Yushu would say there's too much time in between. So it must be because Kiyom Malacha, right? Because here there are both letters are being written on Shabbos. Uh, so the Elamina Nami Shamina de Mishum Kumalahu de Patova Shabe Ben Otiot Ben Otlo Otis Chayef. In other words, it's not an issue of time delay, because if it was an issue of time delay, the only ship you would say is Chayef would rebel Yezer. And no, but this seems to be Lukula Almi Chayef of the two Otiot. So the issue must be not because of time delay, but it must be the issue is got to do with Kumalacha. Okay, let's continue. What are Kata Otechad? Now we've got another brighty, another Sefta. It says Kata Ktav Otechad Beshabas Zulva Otechad Beshabataba. You write one one letter on one Shabbos and one on the next. Rabbi Yezir says Mechayev Chatat. Rabbi Shua says Yo Pato. So Atichami the Gemara says I don't understand. One second. Normal Atichami Mitash might like to bring a proof, but he says one second. Why we why is this brighty even necessary? It says Ilu Katav Otechad Bechol VeOtechad Beshabas. Rabbi Yezir Mechayev Chatat. When we said before that if you write one letter during the weekday and then on on, on Shabbos, Rabbi Yezmechayev Chatat. So obviously, Ben Shabbat Zulda Shabbat Abak, obviously Bechayev. So why did even Brighter even need to teach us this? Is he trying to teach us Rabbi Yezer? We would have known this because Rabbi Yezer is a Chayev, even if one of the letters is written on Chol. So the Gemara says, no, Mipnei the reason why we need to teach this second Brighter is not to teach you Rabbi Yezer, but rather to teach you how Mekil Shida Chachamim, meaning Rabbi Yeshua, is Shem Pturim. That despite the fact both letters were written on Shabbat, but there were two separate Shabbatot, nonetheless, even still, Rabbi Yeshua says your patur, because then you didn't cue Malacha, you didn't the full Malacha on the full ot on one Shabbos, presumably. Okay, that's true today. Have a good day, everyone.